How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the weekend show for Sunday, October the 18th. I hope you've had a tremendous weekend so far. And today, I'm going to tell you about a video game that I've been playing for probably the last two weeks or so. It is a game called Lonely Mountains Downhill. And naturally, as I tend to do on this show, I'm talking about it because I think, hey, you might want to play it as well. So let's jump into this, shall we? First things first, what is Lonely Mountains Downhill? So in its simplest form, this is a mountain biking game where you go down a mountain as fast as you can, usually. The game has a low-poly art style, which is pulled off really well. And I think if you were to just look at the game without any kind of audio or understanding of how it plays, you would see it to be quite peaceful. They've got nice landscapes, butterflies going around, great scenery, and then the audio itself is actually quite peaceful. You know, you hear birds chirping. It's almost ASMR-like with the way that you can hear the bike going against the gravel, things like that. So all of it together gives you a very chillaxed vibe, I would say. I spent most of my time playing this game when I just wanted to calm down for a bit. As of right now, without any DLC, you have access to four different mountains that you can go down, and then each of those four mountains also has various different trails that you can take. So it's like you get to explore the mountain in these bite-sized chunks. Now, full disclosure, I've only actually played two of these four mountains, which brings me into another key aspect of this game, which is that it is incredibly difficult. Particularly if you're trying to get all of the tasks. Theoretically, you could just go and have a good time, try and get down the mountain, no expectations. But then they throw in these challenges, right? The first challenge is always, hey, just get to the bottom of the mountain, basically explore it, figure it out. And then they give you beginner challenges and expert challenges, which is get down the hill in as few crashes as possible and get down the hill in as short of time as possible. Which means on one run, you're trying to be as careful as possible, and on the other runs, you're trying to find shortcuts, right? So me being the way I am, I've actually just tried to tackle these challenges as I get to them. So I could have gone on to the other mountains and said, hey, let's just do these peacefully. But I kind of wanted to just master them as I got to them. And it really says a lot about the game that the first mountain, which I assume is supposed to be the easiest one, actually took me quite a bit of time to go through and learn, find the good shortcuts, and then get extremely, I don't want to say frustrated, but... You know, this is a game where you're going to be seeing the same patterns over and over again. Just like a lot of these games that's going to give you a map and then challenge you in different ways, you can definitely expect to probably get frustrated, I would say. Because right when you think you have a mastery of how the game controls, you all of a sudden, you know, yeet yourself off the side of a cliff. And it was nobody's fault but your own. But that can get a little frustrating. But that's definitely part of the game, right? And certainly, if you don't want to do the expert challenges, then don't do them. I should point out at this point, another reason why this game is difficult is because it's not like you're doing this from a first or third person point of view. It's actually a camera position that is isometric and the, the bike is facing you. So you are seeing yourself from an elevated position in front of the bike, which means that as you're going down the mountain, you can't actually really see what's coming your way, which is why you have to learn the mountain. I never really had a problem with this until I got to the second mountain. Because the second mountain in particular has these very leafy trees, and for some reason the camera did not play well with them, where it would just get totally in your way and you couldn't see anything. For the most part, this wasn't a major issue. I think, you know, the first mountain was fine. I've seen footage of the other mountains. It's not that bad. But it is getting a little bit frustrating when 
I actually do know what's coming up, but then I can't see anything on my screen. So I would say that's one of my big complaints. And my only other complaint about the game is that, uh, you know, basically a beginner challenge will say, go down the mountain in three minutes. And then the expert challenge will say, go down the mountain in two minutes. But when I completed the beginner challenge, I actually went down the mountain in a minute and a half. And that time does not apply to the expert challenge because I hadn't unlocked it yet. Or I wasn't going down the mountain for that specific expert challenge. So you have to do it multiple times, even if you've already done it perfectly. That was another disappointment of mine. But otherwise, I'm having a tremendous time with it. There's tons of different bikes to unlock that all play very differently. Lots of customizations options, which are very fun. And ultimately, even though the game is quite difficult, it's been just a nice thing to sit back, relax with. It's an incredibly simple game, very little UI, and I think a lot of you would get a kick out of it. So if you want to check it out, it's around $20 on most storefronts, and it's also available on the Xbox Game Pass, which is where I'm playing it. Once again, folks, that is Lonely Mountains Downhill. I do encourage you to look at some gameplay footage, and that's going to be all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back tomorrow with the news, and until then, happy gaming, everyone.